perspective, telling you what's on my mind. Thank you for taking the time to listen to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm keeping that. Welcome to Her Perspective. This is your host speaking, Charmonique. Welcome to episode 7. Siete. Like my Spanish. That's probably the only Spanish that I remember is the damn numbers. Because I sure as hell don't remember nothing else. That's probably one of the most complicated languages. And everybody say it's very easy, but... Just the way that you had to hobla, hobbler, just, oh, goodness, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, I definitely didn't want to be talking about speaking Spanish. Um, So, this, I just kind of wanted to start out with a PSA, purpose service announcement for y'all. Um... I just wanted to talk about people and how annoying they can be on social media. Like, it has to stop. It has to stop. The shit that annoys me the most is attention-seeking. Attention-seeking people, people that just post shit to get attention, but then don't really say shit. Don't say shit once they get people's attention. Like, you got what you wanted. Now you got people inquiring. Inquiring minds want to know what the fuck he was talking about or what you meant. But now you now you want to be private and don't want to speak to it or don't want to tell people. It's like, what was the point of posting it? Like, you super annoying. Like, take your annoying ass on. Because you're not using social media appropriately. Don't post nothing that you don't want to speak to. Especially, for me, especially on Facebook, I do not post anything that I do not want to speak to or that I'm not willing to talk about further if asked. Because I have family on there. I have friends on there. Um... So if I post something like some type of cryptic message or even that, it don't even have to be cryptic. It could be just out there. It's like straightforward and motherfuckers still want to act all secretive. Like, what was the point? To me, that's just, you just wanted attention. That's all. You know, I don't know about y'all, but people that do shit like that is just annoying. You know, it doesn't. It's not bothersome, it's just, it's just annoying. And I'm just like, oh, you are one of the reasons why I want to just not ever log on to shit ever. Because how annoying people are with the shit that they post. Another thing that's super annoying to me is couples. Couples that talk shit about each other, disrespect each other, have this whole breakup all on the internet just to get back together. You know, and then do the shit again. Like, they, like, come on now. If y'all don't take y'all unstable asses off the internet, like, y'all be showing and screaming mental health issues. 
And, you know, that's not never anything to be joking about. I'm definitely not joking about this at all. It just, that's just the truth. Like, I swear people, social media really be showing motherfuckers true colors, showing how they, they, they minds work. And it just be, some of it be disturbing as fuck. Like, you need to stay your ass off social media. Like, you have to, like, posting everything is just so addictive. Like, I'm, I I definitely understand it. It's, social media is addictive. And posting everything, posting your business, posting um, your every move, your every thought. It's addicting because it's just so easy to do it and then put it out to the world. And every now everybody knows and everyone's aware of it just because you, you know, posted some characters and press send. And now everybody knows. Now everybody knows how you're feeling. Now everyone knows that you just ate a sandwich. You know, now now everyone knows that your nigga ain't shit and he disrespects you and. You look dumb. Everyone knows that. Like, come on now, people. We got to do so much better. That's the only reason why I'm saying this, because we got to do better. And because I just, it's just so annoying that I just want to talk about it. Like, it's just, y'all attention-seeking bitches, attention-seeking niggas, attention-seeking people, please stop. And once and and if you get the attention that you wanted, then appreciate it. You know what I mean? Don't just ignore the attention that you get in now, now because you got people that that are asking, and now you don't want to talk about it or you want to leave the suspense in the air. Like, get the fuck out of here. Get your attention seeking ass on. Like for real. Any stupid ass couples. Oh, my goodness. What the hell, man? Y'all sit there and air out all y'all dirty laundry. Talk about what you was doing and he what he was doing. And just disrespecting each other, like, to the to the worst degree. For everyone to see, you know. And none of us really give a fuck. But the people that pretend or actually give a fuck are... They only give a fuck because they are entertained. By the shit So many people crave that entertainment They crave people arguing They crave drama People going back and forth Like people love that shit And I'm one of them <laughs> Cause I be reading every little comment You know what I'm saying I don't wanna see it You know I wish you wouldn't do it But you know I'ma read it I'ma read it Cause it's just like Loving hip hop On on Facebook like that's why we watch Love and Hip Hop because it's entertaining and it's just so much drama I I don't really watch Love and Hip Hop like I used to like I used to watch it like every episode but now I probably will only go to that as a last option I just be honest I'm just not into it as much as I used to be But yeah, we gotta do better, you guys. I'm just y'all just be so annoying, man. <laughs> oh, everything does not need to be on the internet, y'all. Like, 
log the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? And go tell that person in person. Or go text that to that person. Or go call that person. Like, I hate when motherfuckers be communicating through social media. Like, come on. Y'all sitting right next to each other. And if y'all not, y'all know where each other at. Like, you just doing that for attention. You're doing it for attention. You're doing it because you're not all the right, all the way good, right in your head at the moment. So you acting out, like, so many different reasons. But y'all need to stop. Y'all have to stop. The internet, social media, man. The shit that motherfuckers be doing, I just be like, oh, my gosh. Like, if I ever, you know, make it big and I become some type of celebrity, I pray that I don't feed into this shit like these celebrities do. Because the fact that everybody can say anything that they want, we can all just post some shit and and, the, and it's out there. Our opinion is out there. Anybody can do it. So the fact that celebrities really be getting bothered by the shit is just super annoying. Like, come on now. Come the fuck on. So if I get to that point, y'all gonna see how much I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm not about to be addressing every little rumor. I'm not about to be addressing every little negative thing said. Like, the fuck? You could really drive yourself crazy doing that shit. And it's like, if you if you a celebrity, you, you got money, you, you know what I'm saying, your kids is taken care of, your family's taken care of, you taken care of, you, you successful in whatever lane you in, who the fuck cares about what motherfuckers is saying on social media? Like, what? Who fucking cares? Like, man, boy, don't let me get up there. Do not let me get to the top. I'm going to show y'all how much I do not give a fuck. And that's just going to be that. I'll be damned if I let uh, Billy from Minnesota tell me I'm not talented. Billy, if you don't shut the fuck up and continue to watch me, shit. All right, so let's switch the tone of this uh, episode a little bit. Um, This is going to be a little bit more serious. There's this post going around the internet and it's like um a note that a child wrote to a parent so basically it says dear so-and-so I don't like that if I do a mistake you call me bad words like stupid please don't call me bad words even though I deserve it I don't like it at all I love you and sometimes you're just a bit rough I am sorry that your feelings are down Feelings are down because of me, and I will try my best to make you happy. That is so... First of all, the little the, the child is sweet, is super sweet, and clearly intelligent to be able to write down something like that. 
the handwriting looks like it's, the child is probably like six, six, seven, maybe even eight. Um, so this is going to be like for the parents or for the people who, who wish to be parents in the future, we have to speak to our children better, like calling them names, calling them stupid. Um, we have to realize they're just kids. You know, they don't know everything. They don't know how to, all the, their brain is not all the way developed. So they are going to do some things that may seem stupid, but don't call them stupid. So I know what I try to do is I just try to tell my son, make sure you, he uses, use your brain, son. Like, did that make sense to do that? You know, I try to say it in that way. I don't, you know, call him stupid. We just have to do better. We have to speak to our kids much better. You know, so me personally, I try. My son works my nerves. He He does. But I try not to, like, be on his head in the morning, even though he when he even though he'd be irritating me trying to do stuff at the last minute. I try not to send him off to school, you know, negatively, like with me, you know, being on his case first thing in the morning or raising my voice at him first thing in the morning. I try to keep him on a good foot and send him on his way positively. Even even when he be irritating me, I still, you know, try to do that, you know, and it just we have to try to do these things to to help our kids be better and feel better, especially in this day and age when all these young kids are committing suicide and being bullied. Like I remember I remember school. And how challenging it was at times. For me, it wasn't that bad. But I do recall people. I do recall people messing with me just for no reason. And and um, I have a couple stories of things that happened like that was like kind of kind of traumatizing. And I still remember it to this day, being like so young, and it happening to me at school because of an older kid or something like that. So. We have to keep in mind how hard school is. And it has to be even more challenging in this day and age with how things are so different and kids are exposed to so much more information. And we just have to keep all those things in mind as we are trying our best to raise them. So we need to speak speak light into them, speak positive to them. You know, of course we have to discipline them. Of course, we have to to uh, teach them, and we may ha- may have to be harsh at times, but we shouldn't be calling them bad names. Um, and should we should just be very careful how we speak to them. That's all. That's all I'm trying to get at. I know it's easier said than done. Sometimes we say things out of anger. I'm not saying I don't ever do it. I'm not saying I'm Miss Perfect, but I also know that. I'm, I try to be as conscious of it as possible while um, I'm angry or while um, I'm upset with him for doing something. I just try to be conscious about it, keep it in mind how 
how I deliver my message to him. And I try to make him understand, like, do you understand why I was upset? Do you understand why um, you're in trouble or what you did wrong? Because they may not really understand what exactly what they did wrong. So we, we have to make sure that we explain that to them and just try to try our best to raise them positively because this world is already negative as fuck like just so many crazy things going on in this world like I said so many things that they are being exposed to that we can only control so much and um yeah I just seen that post about the kid writing that and I just I just was touched by it and I know like it's hard being a parent. It's hard to be a parent to one kid. It's hard being a parent to two, to three. It don't matter how many kids you have. Just the, being responsible for another life is just already, it's already hard. Especially when you are young. Especially when you had to grow up before or grow up way faster than what you were supposed to. Because you had a child. Like with me, I had my son when I was 17. I got pregnant at 16. And I've been having, I haven't, I had to grow up really fast. You know, and I was just, I'm, because of the type of person I am, I wanted to be responsible. And I wanted to not have to depend on anyone to take care of me and my son because I put myself in that position to be a a parent at such a young age is now like now I have to put in the work now I have to put in the work to make sure that me and my son is good and that I'm not creating a whole bunch of stress for anyone else I always, I'm always trying to be considerate in that way. I've always been like that. So that's why I've always just been on top of things. Like I graduated high school, um, got my first job, got my license, got a car. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that it's just been smooth sailing from then. Like I didn't struggle. Of course, I struggled and had some hard times um, trying to get, trying to get my stuff together. But Um, but yeah, it's just, it's very challenging to be a parent. It really is. And it's even more challenging when you're a single parent. You know, some of the most challenging things as a single parent is just having to do things on your own. And... Everybody everybody wants a family of their own. And when you're not able to provide that for your child, you kind of feel like a failure. You know, I kind of had that feeling sometimes, especially when my son expressed to me that he wished we had a normal family. Um, like, that really, like, hurt me, and I didn't know how to respond to it. Um... I just tried my best to explain to him why 
why things are the way they are, like, as as the, the best way that I could, you know, and just to let him know that it's very possible for us to, for us to have a family, you know, we have fam- other family members, we might not have a little family in our own home as far as you, me, your dad, or me, you, and maybe a stepdad, but we still have a family, you know, and he was like eight years old when he expressed this to me, and it's just, it really sucks, like, it sucks, but you have to kind of just accept life for what it is, and accept for, and accept things the way they are, and understand that everything happens for a reason and the timing for everything happens when it's supposed to happen you can't really question the timing of things um only thing you can do is just make the best out of your situation so that's what I've always tried to do I've never I don't ever want to be bitter about anything even though you know, when you get in your thoughts and you start thinking about things, and then you start dwelling on what could have been, what should have been. Um, you have to allow yourself to feel that and then snap out of it, basically. Sometimes you got to miss work. Um, there's been plenty of I done had that experience plenty of times where I had to miss work or I couldn't take a position or something because... I didn't have a reliable babysitter or I I don't know, like it just that's probably one of the most stressful things because it's like you're trying to, you know, have a better life, but you are being held back because you don't have a babysitter. Like that's one of the most stressful things. Like I was fortunate and blessed to have my mom because when I was in school, I had him before senior year started in 2008. Um, so I started school and luckily at the time, my mother, she was, she wasn't working. So she was able to be at home with him, stay at home with him while I was at school. Because if, if that wasn't the case and she had to work, I honestly don't know how I would have been able to get to school every day. It's, you know, like that just would have been so challenging. I don't know, like, but because of my mom. I was able to go to school and not really have to worry about him. He was good. I could come home to him after school. And I was able to finish school early. I had started in August, and I was able to finish in December. And then I just walked with the the class that following May. So I was very fortunate to, to have my mom to be able to watch him for me because if not... Whew, I, it would have been really challenging. But that's some of the challenges that, you know, mothers, young mothers face. Not having anybody to babysit. And the way things be majority of the time, the dad is not in the picture or he's not as involved as he should be. You know, I'm not saying that's all the time, but most of the time that's how things go. So that's a very... That's that's very challenging to have to do that. 
to have to or deal with that situation, not having a babysitter, not having anyone to watch a child for you while you try to finish school or while you try to go to work. So I've experienced that. So it can be very challenging and stressful being a parent. It's just so many things that one can can experience through the process of trying to raise a child. Um, but what's most important to me as a parent, no, we're not going to, especially at when with your first child and then having it the baby at a young age, especially in that circumstance, you're still growing up. Um, but for me, I think the most important thing is that you grow and you learn from your mistakes. You have to learn from the things that you do wrong. Like for me personally, I if I if I if I say something or if I raise my voice at my son, I don't feel it doesn't make me feel good. And then, so I think if that doesn't make me feel good, then I need to not do that again. I I need to correct that and go about it a different way. And that way I learn to be a better mother. Like, that's just what I try to do is just learn to be a, a better mother and learn and improve because we are responsible for these, these kids. And the way that we, their upbringing really molds them and determines how what type of adult they're going to be. And that's just the cycle of life. We, the environment that we grow in, how much we are nurtured, those that all that impacts us as we grow up as kids. So if you had some traumatizing things happen to you as a child, then that's probably why you, you know, go through some of the things that you go through right now as an adult. But we have to become aware of these things so that we can speak to them and then try to heal from it. And that's the same thing our children is going to go through. Our, ch- our children are, is going to go through that process. The way So I try to just keep that in mind as much as possible. Nothing is perfect. Nothing is going to go perfectly. You know what I'm saying? But I try to make sure that I do my the best that I can and try to have a positive control over the things that I actually have control over. So that's a little bit on Parenting 101 brought to you by Charmonique on her perspective podcast. <laughs> also, I want to add that there's a lot of good that comes from being a parent. It really does teach you and mold you into, you know, an adult because you're, you know, that you're, you have to be, you can't be doing the same stupid shit your your child doing. I mean, come on, you can't be doing that. You got to be grown. You got to be an adult. So it really does make you grow up and it definitely made me grow up really fast. Um... And it's it's amazing to watch a child grow up, just to see them grow from a little baby to a toddler and a young kid and then reach their teenage years and then go into adult. It's just a beautiful process um, to be able to to be able to see and experience. So there's so many beautiful things 
that come with being a parent. It's not all negative. It's not all challenges and stress. It's very fulfilling and amazing. It's very, it feels really good to be a parent. So you just can't take it for granted. You have to appreciate it and you just have to be the, try your best to be the best parent you can be. So on the next episode, I wanted to talk about, or I want to talk about um, people who do not have children, who want children, and have had issues with having children, and also people who, like myself, have had a child before and want to have more, but have had issues with that. Um, I want to talk about that. Um, it's going to be a real deep episode. I'm going to talk about some stuff that I've experienced. Um, because it ha- it's not talked about enough. And I think it's not because people are scared to talk about it. And just how other people, people who don't have those issues, how other people, how they speak on it and you know, just the whole asking people why they don't have kids or, oh, why don't you have more? You know, you, people don't really think about things before they say it. And um, I'm going to express how I feel about that. So that will be in the next episode. And this will conclude episode number seven. Um, I hope you all have a great Saturday Um, Love on yourself, love on your people, and enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the weather if you can, Um, and have a great upcoming week. And this is the end of episode seven. This is your host, Charmonique. This is, um, shit, I fucked up. This is her perspective. Um, Love, peace, and air, Until next time. Smooches.